Act Five of Edward the Second. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Edward the Second by Christopher Marlowe. Act Five, Scene One. Kenilworth Castle. Enter the King, Leicester, the Bishop of Winchester, and Trussell. Be patient, good my lord. Cease to laments. Imagine Killingworth Castle were your court, and that you lay for pleasure here a space, not of compulsion or necessity. Leicester, if gentle words might comfort me, thy speeches long ago had eased my sorrows, for kind and loving hast thou always been. The griefs of private men are soon allayed, but not of kings the forest deer being struck runs to an herb that closeth up the wounds but when the imperial lion's flesh is gored he rends and tears it with his wrathful paw and highly scorning that the lowly earth should drink his blood mounts up into the air and so it fares with me whose dauntless mind the ambitious mortimer would seek to curb and that unnatural queen false isabel that thus hath pent and mewed me in a prison for such outrageous passions cloy my soul as with the wings of rancour and disdain full often am i soaring up to heaven to plain me to the gods against them both but when i call to mind i am a king methinks i should revenge me of the wrongs that mortimer and isabel have done but what are kings when regiment is gone but perfect shadows in a sunshine day my nobles rule i bear the name of king i wear the crown but am controlled by them by mortimer and my unconstant queen who spots my nuptial bed with infamy whilst i am lodged within this cave of care where sorrow at my elbow still attends to company my heart with sad laments that bleeds within me for this strange exchange but tell me must i now resign my crown to make usurping mortimer a king your grace mistakes it is for england's good and princely edward's right we crave the crown no tis for mortimer not edward's head for he's a lamb encompassed by wolves which in a moment will abridge his life but if proud mortimer do wear this crown heavens turn it to a blaze of quenchless fire or like the snaky wreath of tisiphon engirds the temples of his hateful head so shall not england's vine be perished but edward's name survives 
though edward dies my lord why waste you thus the time away they stay your answer will you yield your crown ah lester weigh how hardly i can brook to lose my crown and kingdom without cause to give ambitious mortimer my right that like a mountain overwhelms my bliss in which extreme my mind here murthered is oh but what the heavens appoint i must obey here take my crown the life of edward too taking off the crown two kings in england cannot reign at once but stay a while let me be king till night that i may gaze upon this glittering crown so shall my eyes receive their last content my head the latest honour due to it and jointly both yield up their wished right oh, continue ever thou celestial sun let never silent night possess this clime stand still you watches of the element all times and seasons rest you at a stay that edward may be still fair england's king oh, but day's bright beams doth vanish fast away and needs i must resign my wished crown inhuman creatures nursed with tiger's milk why gape you for your sovereign's overthrow my diadem i mean and guiltless life see monsters see i'll wear my crown again he puts on the crown what fear you not the fury of your king <laughs> but hapless edward thou art fondly led they pass not for thy frowns as late they did but seeks to make a new elected king which fills my mind with strange despairing thoughts which thoughts are martyred with endless torments and in this torment comfort find i none but that i feel the crown upon my head and therefore let me wear it yet a while my lord the parliament must have present news and therefore say will you resign or no i'll not resign but whilst i live i'll live traitors be gone and join you with mortimer elect conspire install do what you will their blood and yours shall seal these treacheries this answer will return and so farewell call them again my lord and speak them fair for if they go the prince shall lose his rights <laughs> call thou them back i have no power to speak 
My lord, the king is willing to resign. If he be not, let him choose. Oh, would I might! But heavens and earth conspire to make me miserable. Here receive my crown. <sighs> receive it? No, these innocent hands of mine shall not be guilty of so foul a crime. He of you all that most desires my blood, and will be called the murderer of a king, take it what are you moved pity you me then send for unrelenting mortimer and isabel whose eyes being turned to steel will sooner sparkle fire than shed a tear oh, yet stay for rather than i will look on them here here gives the crown now sweet god of heaven make me despise this transitory pomp and sit for i enthrone i said in heaven come death and with thy fingers close my eyes or if i live let me forget myself <laughs> my lord call me not lord away out of my sight ah pardon me grief makes me lunatic let not that mortimer protect my son more safety is there in a tiger's jaws than his embracements bear this to the queen wet with my tears and dried again with sighs gives a handkerchief if with the sight thereof she be not moved return it back and dip it in my blood commend me to my son and bid him rule better than i yet how have i transgressed unless it be with too much clemency and thus most humbly do we take our leave exeunt the bishop of winchester and trussell farewell i know the next news that they bring will be my death and welcome shall it be to wretched men death is felicity enter barclay who gives a paper to leicester another post what news brings he such news as i expect come barclay come and tell thy message to my naked breast my lord think not a thought so villainous can harbour in a man of noble birth to do your highness service and devoir and save you from your foes barclay would die my lord the counsel of the queen commands that i resign my charge and who must keep me now must you my lord i my most gracious lord so tis decreed king edward taking the paper by mortimer whose name is written here well may i rent his name that rends my heart Oh, this poor revenge hath something eased my mind 
so may his limbs be torn as is this paper hear me immortal jove and grant it too your grace must hence with me to Barclay straight whither you will all places are alike and every earth is fit for burial favour him my lord as much as lieth in you even so betide my soul as i use him <laughs> mine enemy hath pitied my estate and that's the cause that i am now removed and thinks your grace that barclay will be cruel i know not but of this i am assured that death ends all and i can die but once lester farewell not yet my lord i'll bear you on your way exeunt scene two the royal palace london enter the queen and mortimer jr fair isabel now have we our desire the proud corruptors of the light-brained king have done their homage to the lofty gallows and he himself lies in captivity be ruled by me and we will rule the realm in any case take heed of childish fear for now we hold an old wolf by the ears that if he slip will seize upon us both and gripe the sorer being gripped himself think therefore madam that imports us much to erect your son with all the speed we may and that i be protector over him for our behoof will bear the greater sway when as a king's name shall be underwrit sweet mortimer the life of isabel be thou persuaded that i love thee well and therefore so the prince my son be safe whom i esteem as dear as these mine eyes conclude against his father what thou wilt and i myself will willingly subscribe first would i hear news he were deposed and then let me alone to handle him enter messenger letters from whence from killingworth my lord how fares my lord the king in health madam but full of pensiveness alas poor soul would i could ease his grief enter the bishop of winchester with the crown thanks gentle winchester to the messenger sirrah be gone exit messenger the king hath willingly resigned his crown oh happy news send for the prince my son father ere this letter was sealed lord barclay came so that he now is gone from killingworth and we have heard that edmund laid a plot to set his brother free no more but so the lord of barclay is so pitiful as leicester that had charge of him before then let some other be his guardian let me alone here is the privy seal exit the bishop of winchester who's there call hither gurney and matrevis to attendants within to dash the heavy-headed edmund's drift barclay shall be discharged the king removed and none but we shall know where he lieth but mortimer as long as he survives what safety rests for us or for my son speak shall he presently be dispatched and die i would he were so it were not by my means enter matrevis and gurney enough matrevis write a letter presently unto the lord of barclay from ourself that he resign the king to thee and gurney and when tis done we will subscribe our name 
It shall be done, my lord. Writes. Gurney. My lord. As thou intendest to rise by Mortimer, who now makes fortune's wheel turn as he please, seek all the means thou canst to make him droop, and neither give him kind word nor good look. I warrant you, my lord. And this above the rest, because we hear that Edmund casts to work his liberty, remove him still from place to place by night, till at the last he come to Killingworth, and then from thence to Barclay back again, and by the way to make him fret the more, speak cursedly to him. And in any case let no man confront him if he chance to weep, but amplify his grief with bitter words. Fear not, my lord, we'll do as you command. So now away, post thither words amain. Whither goes this letter? To my lord the king? Commend me humbly to his majesty, and tell him that I labour all in vain to ease his grief and work his liberty, and bear him this as witness of my love. Gives a ring. I will, madam. Exit with Gurney. Finally dissembled. Do so still, sweet queen. Here comes the young prince with the Earl of Kent. Something he whispers in his childish ears. If he have such access unto the prince, our plots and stratagems will soon be dashed. Use Edmund friendly, as if all were well. Enter Prince Edward and Kent talking with him. How fares my honourable lord of Kent? In health, sweet Mortimer, how fares your grace? Well, if my lord your brother were enlarged. I hear of late he hath deposed himself. The more my grief. Aside. Ah, they do dissemble. Sweet son, come hither. I must talk with thee. Thou being his uncle and the next of blood, do not look to be protector over the prince. Not I, my lord. Who should protect the son but she that gave him life? I mean the queen. Mother, persuade me not to wear the crown. Let him be king. I am too young to reign. But be content, seeing it is highness' pleasure. Let me but see him first, and then I will. I do, sweet nephew. Brother, you know it is impossible. Why, is he dead? No, God forbid. I would those words proceeded from your heart. Inconstant Edmund, dost thou favour him, that was a cause of his imprisonment? The more cause have I now to make amends. I tell thee, tis not meet that one so false should come about the person of a prince. My lord, he hath betrayed the king his brother, and therefore trust him not. But he repents and sorrows for it now. Come, son, and go with this gentle lord and me. With you I will, but not with Mortimer. Why, youngling? Stainst thou so of Mortimer? Then I will carry thee by force away. Help me, Uncle Kent. Mortimer will wrong me. Brother Edmund, strive not. We are his friends. Isabel is nearer than the Earl of Kent. Sister, Edward is my charge. Redeem him. Edward is my son, and I will keep him. Mortimer shall know that he hath wronged me. Hence will I haste to Killingworth Castle, and rescue aged Edward from his foes, to be revenged on Mortimer and thee. Exeunt on one side the Queen, Prince Edward, and Mortimer, Jr. On the other, Kent. Scene three, Near Kenilworth Castle. Enter Matrevis and Gurney and soldiers, with the King. My lord, be not pensive. We are your friends. Men are ordained to live in misery. Therefore come, dalliance dangereth our lives. Friends, whither must unhappy Edward go? 
will hateful mortimer appoint no rest must i be vexed like the nightly bird whose sight is loathsome to all winged fowls when will the fury of his mind assuage when will his heart be satisfied with blood if mine will serve unbowel straight this breast and give my heart to isabel and him it is the chiefest mark they level at not so my liege the queen hath given this charge to keep your grace in safety your passions make your dullers to increase this usage makes my misery increase but can my air of life continue long when all my senses are annoyed with stench within a dungeon england's king is kept where i am starved for want of sustenance my daily diet is heart-breaking sobs that almost rent the closet of my heart thus lives old edward not relieved by any and so must die though pitied by many <sighs> water gentle friends to cool my thirst and clear my body from foul excrements here's channel water as our charge is given sit down for we'll be barbers to your grace <laughs> traitors away what will you murder me or choke your sovereign with puddle water no but wash your face and shave away your beard lest you be known and so be rescued why strive you thus your labour is in vain the wren may strive against the lion's strength but all in vain so vainly do i strive to seek for mercy at a tyrant's hand they wash him with puddle water and shave his beard away immortal powers that knows the painful cares that waits upon my poor distressed soul oh level all your looks upon these daring men that wrongs their liege and sovereign england's king oh gaveston it is for thee that i am wronged for me both thou and both the spencers died and for your sakes a thousand wrongs i'll take the spencers ghost wherever they remain wish well to me then tush for them i'll die twixt theirs and yours shall be no enmity come come away now put the torches out we'll enter in by darkness to killingworth enter kent how now who comes there guard the king sure it is the earl of kent oh gentle brother help to rescue me keep them asunder thrust in the king soldiers let me but talk to him one word lay hands upon the earl for this assault lay down your weapons traitors yield the king edmund yield thou thyself 
or thou shalt die base villains wherefore do you gripe me thus bind him and so convey him to the court where is the court but here here is the king and i will visit him why stay you me the court is where lord mortimer remains thither shall your honour go and so farewell exeunt matrevis and gurney with the king oh miserable is that commonweal where lords keep courts and kings are locked in prison wherefore stay we answers to the court ay lead me whither you will even to my death seeing that my brother cannot be released exeunt scene four the royal palace london enter mortimer jr the king must die or mortimer goes down the commons now begin to pity him yet he that is the cause of edward's death is sure to pay for it when his son is of age and therefore will i do it cunningly this letter written by a friend of ours contains his death yet bids them save his life reads edwardum occideri nolite temeri bonum est fear not to kill the king tis good he die but read it thus and that's another sense edwardum occideri nolite temeri bonum est kill not the king tis good to fear the worst unpointed as it is thus shall it go that being dead if it chance to be found matrevis and the rest may bear the blame and we be quit that caused it to be done within this room is locked the messenger that shall convey it and perform the rest and by a secret token that he bears shall he be murdered when the deed is done lightborn come forth enter lightborn art thou as resolute as thou wast what else my lord and far more resolute and hast thou cast how to accomplish it ay ay and none shall know which way he died but at his looks lightborn thou wilt relent relent <laughs> i use much to relent well do it bravely and be secret you shall not need to give instructions tis not the first time i have killed a man i learned in naples how to poison flowers to strangle with a lawn thrust through the throat to pierce the windpipe with a needle's point or whilst one is asleep take a quill and blow a little powder in the ears or open his mouth and pour quicksilver down but yet i have a braver way than these what's that nay thou shalt pardon me none shall know my tricks i cannot how it is so it be not spied deliver this to gurney and matrevis gives letter at every ten miles end thou hast a horse take this gives money away and never see me more no no unless thou bring me news of edward's death that i will quickly do farewell my lord exit the prince i rule the queen do i command and with a lowly conge to the ground the proudest lord salute me as i pass i seal i cancel i do what i will feared am i more than loved <laughs> let me be feared and when i frown make all the court look pale i view the prince with aristarchus eyes whose looks were as breaching to a boy they thrust upon me the protectorship and sue to me for that that i desire while at the council table grave enough and not unlike a bashful puritan first i complain of imbecility saying it is onus quam gravissimum till being interrupted by my friends susepi that provinciam as they term it and to conclude i am protector now now all is sure the queen 
and mortimer shall rule the realm the king and none rule us mine enemies will i plague my friends advance and what i list command who dare control major sum quam qui posit fortuna nocere and that this be the coronation day it pleaseth me and isabel the queen trumpets within the trumpets sound i must go take my place enter the young king the queen the bishop of canterbury champion and nobles long live king edward by the grace of god king of england and lord of ireland if any christian heathen turk or jew dares but affirm that edward's not true king and will avouch his saying with the sword i am the champion that will combat him none comes sound trumpets trumpets sound champion here's to thee gives a purse lord mortimer now take him to your charge enter soldiers with kent prisoner what traitor have we there with blades and bills Edmund, the earl of kent what has he done i would have taken the king away perforce as we were bringing him to killingworth did you attempt his rescue edmund speak mortimer i did he is our king and thou compelst this prince to wear the crown strike off his head he shall have martial law strike off my head base traitor i defy thee my lord he is my uncle and shall live my lord he is your enemy and shall die stay villains sweet mother if i cannot pardon him entreat my lord protector for his life son be content i dare not speak a word nor i and yet methinks i should command but seeing i cannot i'll entreat for him my lord if you will let my uncle live i will requite it when i come to age tis for your highness good and for the realms how often shall i bid you bear him hence art thou king must i die at thy command at our command once more away with him let me but stay and speak i will not go either my brother or his son is king and none of both them thirst for edmund's blood and therefore soldiers whither will you ail me soldiers hail kent away to be beheaded what safety may look at his hands if that my uncle shall be murdered thus fear not sweet boy i'll guard thee from thy foes had edmund lived he would have sought thy death come son we'll ride a-hunting in the park and shall my uncle edmund ride with us he is a traitor think not on him come exeunt scene five barclay castle enter matrevis and gurney gurney i wonder the king dies not being in a vault up to the knees in water to which the channels of the castle run from whence a damp continually ariseth that there enough to poison any man much more a king brought up so tenderly and so do i matrevis yesternight i opened but the door to throw him meat and i was almost stifled with the savour he hath a body able to endure more than we can inflict and therefore now let us assail his mind another while send for him out thence and i will anger him but stay who's this enter lightborn my lord protector greets you gives letter what's here i know not how to conster it gurney it was left unpointed for the nonce edwardum occideri noliti temeri that's his meaning know you this token i must have the king gives token ay stay a while thou shalt have answers straight aside this villain's sent to make away the king aside 
I thought as much. Aside. And when the murder's done, see how he must be handled for his labor, per itista. Let him have the king. What else? Here is the key, this is the lake. Do as you are commanded by my lord. I know what I must do. Get you away. Yet be not far off, I shall need your help. See that in the next room I have a fire, and get me a spit, and let it be red-hot. Very well. Need you anything besides? What else? A table and a feather-bed. That's all? Aye, aye. So when I call, you bring it in. Fear not you that. Here's a light, to go into the dungeon. Gives a light, and then exit with Matravis. So now must I about this gear. Ne'er was there any so finely handled as this king shall be. Pah, here's a place indeed with all my heart. Who's there? What light is that? Wherefore comes thou? To comfort you, and bring you joyful news. Small comfort finds poor Edward in thy looks. Villain, I know thou comest to murder me. To murder you, my most gracious lord? Far is it from my heart to do you harm. The queen has sent me to see how you were used, for she relents at this your misery. And what eyes can refrain from shedding tears to see a king in this most piteous state? Weep'st thou already? List a while to me, and then thy heart, where it as Gurney's is, or as Matrevis is, hewn from the Caucasus, yet will it melt ere i have done my tale this dungeon where they keep me is the sink wherein the filth of all the castle falls o oh, villains and there in mire and puddle have i stood this ten days space and lest that i should sleep one plays continually upon a drum they give me bread and water being a king so that for want of sleep and sustenance my mind's distempered and my body's numbed and whether i have limbs or no i know not oh would my blood dropped out from every vein as doth this water from my tattered robes <laughs> tell isabel the queen i looked not thus when for her sake i ran at tilt in france and there unhorsed the duke of clarimont oh speak no more my lord this breaks my heart lie on this bed and rest yourself a while these looks of thine can harbour naught but death i see my tragedy written in thy brows yet stay a while forbear thy bloody hand and let me see the stroke before it comes that even then when i shall lose my life my mind may be more steadfast on my god what means your highness to mistrust me thus what means thou to dissemble with me thus 
these hands were never stained with innocent blood nor shall they now be tainted with a king's forgive my thought for having such a thought one jewel have i left receive thou this giving jewel still fear i and i know not what's the cause but every joint shakes as i give it thee oh if thou harbourst murder in thy heart let this gift change thy mind and save thy soul know that i am a king oh at that name i feel a hell of grief where is my crown gone gone and do i remain alive you're all watched my lord lie down and rest but that grief keeps me waking i should sleep for not these ten days have these eyes lids closed now as i speak they fall and yet with fear open again oh wherefore sit'st thou here if you mistrust me i'll be gone my lord no no for if thou mean'st to murder me thou wilt return again and therefore stay sleeps he sleeps king edward waking oh let me not die yet stay oh stay a while how now my lord something still buzzes in mine ears and tells me if i sleep i never wake this fear is that which makes me tremble thus and therefore tell me wherefore art thou come to rid thee of thy life maltravis come enter matravis and gurney i am too weak and feeble to resist assist me sweet god and receive my soul run to the table how spare me or dispatch me in a trice matravis brings in a table so lay the table down and stamp on it but not too hard lest you bruise his body king edward is murdered I fear me that this cry will raise the town, and therefore let us take horse and away. Tell me, sirs, was it not bravely done? Excellent well. Take this for thy reward. Gurney stabs Lightborn, who dies. Come, let us cast the body in the moat, and bear the kings to Mortimer our lord. Away. Exeunt with the bodies. Scene six. The Royal Palace, London. Enter Mortimer Jr. and Matravis. Is done, Matravis, and the murderer dead. Ay, my good lord, I would it were undone. Matravis, if thou now growest penitent, I'll be thy ghostly father. Therefore choose whether thou wilt be secret in this, or else die by the hand of Mortimer. Gurney, my lord, is fled, and will, I fear, betray us both. Therefore let me fly. Fly to the savages. I humbly thank your honour. Exit. As for myself, I stand as Jove's huge tree, and others are but shrubs compared to me. All tremble at my name, and I fear none. Let's see who dare impeach me for his death. Enter the Queen. 
Ah, Mortimer, the king my son hath news, his father's dead, and we have murdered him. What if he have? The king is yet a child. Ay, ay, but he tears his hair, and wrings his hands, and vows to be revenged upon us both. Into the council-chamber he is gone, to crave the aid and succour of his peers. Oh, I me, see where they come, and they with him. Now, Mortimer, begins our tragedy. Enter King Edward the Third, lords and attendants. Fear not, my lord. Know that you are a king. Villain! How now, my lord? Think not that I am frightened by thy words. My father's murdered by thy treachery, and thou shalt die, and on his murdered hearse thy hateful and accursed head shall lie, to witness the world that by thy means his kingly body was too soon interred. Weep not, sweet son. Forbid me not to weep. He was my father, and had you loved him half so well as I, you could not bear his death thus patiently. But I fear you conspired with Mortimer. Why speak you not unto my lord the king? Because I think scorn to be accused. Who is the man dare say I murdered him? Traitor, in me my loving father speaks, and plain saith, "'Twas thou that murdered him. But hath your grace no other proof than this? Yes, if this be the hand of Mortimer. Showing letter. Aside. False Gurney hath betrayed me and himself. Aside. I feared as much. Murder cannot be hid. Tis my hand would gather you by this. That thither thou didst send a murtherer. What murtherer? Bring forth the man I sent. Ah, Mortimer, thou knowest that he is slain, and so shalt thou be too. Why stays he here? Bring him to the hurdle, drag him forth, hang him, I say, and set his quarters up, but bring his head back presently to me. For my sake, sweet son, pity Mortimer. Madam, entreat not, I will rather die than sue for life unto a paltry boy. Hence with the traitor, with the murderer. Base fortune. Now I see that in thy wheel there is a point to which when men aspire they tumble headlong down. That point I touched, and seeing there was no place to mount up higher, why should I grieve at my declining fool? Farewell, fair queen, weep not for Mortimer, that scorns the world, and as a traveller goes to discover countries yet unknown. Suffer you the traitor to delay. Mortimer, Jr., is taken away by First Lord and attendants. As thou receivedst life from me, spill not the blood of gentle Mortimer. This argues that you spilt my father's blood. I spill his blood? No! Ay, madam, you, for so the rumour runs. That rumour is untrue. For loving thee is this report raised on poor Isabel. I do not think her so unnatural. My lord, I fear me it will prove too true. Mother, you are suspected for his death, and therefore we commit you to the tower, till further trial be made thereof. If you be guilty, though I be your son, think not to find me slack or pitiful. Nay, to my death, for too long have I lived, when as my son thinks to abridge my days. Away with her, her words enforce these tears, and shall pity her if she speaks again. Shall I not mourn for my beloved lord, and with the rest accompany him to his grave? Thus, madam, tis the king's will you shall hence. He hath forgotten me. Stay, I am his mother. That boots not. Therefore, gentle madam, go. Then come, sweet death, and rid me of this grief. Exit. Re-enter First Lord with the head of Mortimer, Jr. My lord, here is the head of Mortimer. Go fetch my father's hearse, where it shall lie and bring my funeral robes. 
Exeunt attendants. Accursed heads, could I have ruled thee then as I do now? Thou hast not hatched this monstrous treachery. Here comes the hearse. Help me mourn, my lords. Re-enter attendants with the hearse and funeral robes. Sweet father, here unto thy murdered ghost I offer up this wicked traitor's heads, and let these tears distilled from mine eyes be witness to my grief and innocency. Exeunt. End of Act Five. End of Edward the Second by Christopher Marlowe.